0: Hi, thank you for tuning into Yoga Sesh. This is Caitlin Rose Kenny. I'm happy to be offering another class um, in the library of yoga classes on Yoga Sesh. This class is a live class, so you might hear some background noise of my students moving around their blocks or their breath in the room. And I think, I think it adds to the quality of the experience. Um, because in a way you're not alone uh, practicing. So I hope you enjoy this one. A strap and one to two blocks would come in handy, although it's not required. You'll still get a lot out of the class if you don't have those props near you. And I just wanna give you a heads up that the peak posture near the end of the class is a pose called sundial pose. Um, It's a challenging pose and a little bit complicated. So if you've never done it before, you might want to look it up and get a visual of it and hopefully my cues help you get into it in a clear way. But again, you might want some support if you've never done sundial pose. And then lastly, I'll just let you know that um, this class was hugely inspired by my experience beekeeping and the kind of the research and the exploration and inquiry I've done around connecting with the bees and feeling inspired by the sacred geometry that their lives um, incorporate and yeah you'll hear me talking a little bit about that at the beginning and i really hope you enjoy the class so the bees there's a lot of really cool stuff around bees and bee folklore and the sacred geometry of the way that they build the hexagonal um, honeycomb and the dancing patterns that they create as a form of communication to tell each other where um, the best nectar is and one of the kind of sacred geometry shapes if you will that the bees are known for is the pattern of the infinity symbol or the figure eight laying on its side it shows kind of that dancing movement that they do to communicate with one another and in our practice doing a physical yoga practice. We're going to use that movement pattern and the pattern of the figure eight to turn on both the right and the left sides of our brain. So whenever we're crossing midlines, whether that's with our arms or with our eyeballs, um, we're connecting the right and the left sides of our brain. It's pretty cool. So you'll see that kind of peppered in different ways throughout the practice. And we're going to start with some eye work around that. So come into a seat and if you're looking to be a little more comfortable you can take a block and put the block underneath your sitting bones so that your hips are higher than your knees. Sit up nice and tall and then point straight forwards. You can use your index finger to point out in front of your nose. Look at the tip of your finger and begin to slowly draw An infinity symbol and follow the drawing with your eyes so creating the figure eight playing sideways and how big or how small your infinity symbol is is up to you commit to following your finger as it moves through space And then the next time you go over that midpoint, reverse directions. While you do this, let your breath move easily, your face relaxed, your neck soft. And then we'll pause at the middle, set this hand down, point with your other hand, straight in front of your nose, and then slowly draw your infinity symbol concentrate on the movement of your finger you might notice a different experience from arm to arm this could just be how practiced you are having one dominant hand Or it could be something more energetic. You might notice a different quality come over your system using your different arms. Through the middle, you reverse. And then we'll stop in the middle. Bring your hand down either close your eyes or drop your gaze so that you can go inward and pay attention to how you feel in this moment and also the quality of your mind. Empty your lungs. Take a big breath in. Open mouth exhale. Once again, huge breath. And let it go. Come into child's pose. In child's pose, rest your head, relax your arms. Feel your body releasing into the ground. Start to deepen your breathing and find a smooth intake and outtake of your breath. Arrive more fully in your body arrive in this room and arrive in your yoga practice take your last exhale here move from your low belly and on your inhale ripple forwards through a tabletop you can separate your feet and lean into a sloppy upward facing dog letting the hips release your shoulders could even shrug to your ears yeah you can roll out your head and then we'll flow the hips backwards again towards child's pose and continue to explore with that template rippling from Child's pose through tabletop to up dog, and you can get a little side to side in your hips. Get creative with the movement and start to unwind your body from whatever tension patterns you've accumulated. See if you can articulate your spine. And weave your breath and your movement together. So you'll feel how the benefits of the yoga practice are enhanced when there's the synergy between your movements and your breath. So nice, everybody. We'll meet in tabletop, hands and knees. And in your tabletop, spin your right hand clockwise and your left hand counterclockwise until the forefingers are pointing towards your knees and the thumbs are pointing to the outer edges of your mat. A big wrist stretch. Lean a little bit forwards and then start to make a circular clockwise rotation over your hands, opening different lines between your fingers and your forearms. Small circles if this is intense, bigger circles if you're looking for more. And just notice what's happening in your neck and your face. Try to relax those spaces. Go the other direction, circling the other way. And you can let your shoulders and your head and your neck move gently so that there's more of a fluid quality in your joint. And we'll slow down. Carefully turn your hands back around the other direction. Curl your toes under. For Anahatasana, walk your fingers forward and lift the back of your wrists up so the palms cup away from the ground. Melt your head and your heart down. Get a big stretch in your armpits. Now push your fingertips down and on your inhale, draw your chin to your chest so you back away from your mat. That's it. Exhale, re-soften down towards the ground. Another pulse. Inhale, chin to chest. Feel your ribcage gather up towards the sky. Exhale, melt down. But two more times. Inhale. Can you send the breath into the back of your lungs? Exhale. And last time, inhale. Release downwards. Exhale. So nice. Walk your hands backwards. Come into a downward facing dog and for your first down dog take your feet as wide as the mat so your pinky toes are hanging off the sides. Put a generous bend in your knees, look at your kneecaps and widen your knees until they're pointing in the same direction as your second toes. Beautiful. Now lift your sit bones higher and push the mat forwards with your palms. So your chest presses back. Your belly might even be able to move a little bit between your upper inner thighs here. So you're really moving your chest back towards your thighs. So nice. Lift your heels, tuck your chin and tuck your tail and you're going to round your back until you arrive in a plank pose. Keep your feet wide. Pause in plank pose and re-strengthen your legs. Think about squeezing your outer ankles in towards your midline. From here, we dip into an upward facing dog, keeping the toes curled under, so it's a really simple transition. Lower the hips, lift the heart, and then tone your belly downward facing dog. We'll do this again and it'll feel more like a wave, a little bit more cohesive. Lift your heels, tuck your chin, tuck your tail round. Come forwards, plank hold. Plank if up dog didn't suit you. Visit an up dog, squeeze the ankles in, let your leg muscles tone and support your back. Down dog as you exhale. One more time, a little more freedom. Inhale, ripple forwards, up dog, gorgeous down dog. And then begin to walk your hands backwards until your heels drop and you're in a wide-footed forward bend at the back of your mat. From here, interlace your hands at the base of your skull. Wrap your forearms into your cheeks and let the touch of your hands and your arms remind you to soften in these places let go of the tension that you carry in your neck the tension in your eyes relax your jaw a little sway or even a dangle slightly bouncing up and down to release your spine And release your fingers down to the ground, keep your knees bent, look at your belly button and from here roll up really slowly like a ragdoll, arms hanging, head hanging and you should feel a stretch on your back body as you round your back to slowly arrive at standing. You can lift your chin off of your chest and take a few shoulder shrugs. Keeping your feet wide, interlace your hands behind your back, bend your knees then kick the arms back, reach through your knuckles and lift your arms high lift your chin, squeeze the upper shoulder blades and then pour your pelvis forwards and lift your arms way off of your back for chest expansion. Start to lunge into your right knee and lean your hands to the right. Your left leg can go straight. Look up past your left shoulder towards the ceiling. Deep bend in your right knee. There you go. Shift through center and change sides. Bend your left knee, lean your hands to the left. Pull your right shoulder out of the side of your neck. Good. Back to center. Soften elbows, release hands to the ground, and toe heel your feet to hip width distance. From here, take a squat, bend your knees, and drop your hips down towards your heels. Good. See how much you can drop your heels while you're squatting. Just check in with the length of your Achilles tendons and your calves, and then put your armpits on your knees. Great. Lift your hips to the sky, keeping your belly and your thighs touching. Slip your palms underneath the soles of your feet. So your palms and the soles of your feet are touching. Fingers point backwards. Start to squat. Lower your hips. Bring your armpits into your knees. And once you're squatting, drop your head. So let your head hang. Go as low as you can, so that you're as close to that first squat that we did as before. Good. Raise your hips back up to the sky, and peel your hands out. Take a halfway lift, inhale, look down the mat. Walk down to plank pose. Plank poses, look forwards and shift forwards, lower slowly all the way onto the ground. Brush your toes back, and start to ground your feet so that your legs are really active. Push your feet down, reach the feet backwards. Inhale to low Cobra. Exhale, release your forehead down. Slide your hands back an inch. Inhale, low Cobra, reach your elbows back as your heart draws forward, that's it. Exhale, soften down. Draw your hands back an inch. Elbows reach back, inhale, heart draws forward and upward. Relax your shoulders down from your ears, yes. Exhale, release tuck your toes under, tone your belly, and you can find your transition to downward facing dog. So that can be through child's poses, knee planks or high planks. And we'll meet up in down dog. Down dogs, take your feet about as wide as your outer hips, bend your knees, and get a little bit softer in your joints. Now imagine that you can draw with your tailbone in the same way that you used your finger to draw the infinity symbol earlier and you're going to start to move your hips and use your tailbone like the tip of your finger to draw the infinity symbol or the figure eight side to side so as you start to explore this you can draw bigger you can let your knees bend you can let your ankles roll a bit side to side Yeah, make your circles bigger, you guys. Like it looks like the figure eight to me. Yeah, exactly. So now you're kind of figuring it out. There's this really cool pedaling pattern in the feet that can start to develop and you feel more joints loosen up as you get more involved. Reverse direction. Figure eight with your hips, using your tail and getting more of a fluid quality inside of your system so that the energy or the current inside of you can move really easily. So gorgeous. Find your way to downward facing dog. Neutral here. Little bend to your knees, sit bones lifted. Inhale, breathe your right leg up behind you. Draw your knee to your nose as you exhale. Shoulders shift over your wrists. Inhale, send your right leg up and back. Across your body to your left armpit, exhale. Inhale, right leg back. Exhale to step through to a lunge. Make sure your ankle's below your knee, and then put the blocks underneath your hands. Create a lunge pulse. On your inhale, chin to chest. Tuck your tail like you do in cat spine, and hug inwards. Lift your back heel up really high. Exhale, deep lunge. Pull your heart forward, and push your left leg backwards. Inhale, chin to chest exhale, deep lunge, press your left thigh up there you go, inhale, chin to chest more of the cow spine, pull your heart forwards and flare your sitting bones as you lunge last time, inhale, chin to chest exhale, lunge for a lunge twist, reach your right hand up to the sky then turn your palm backwards and take a half bind the back of your hand to the outer hip area start to press your hips into your hand that's behind you so your hips move a little bit over the midline of the mat then tone your belly, draw your belly up and to the right roll your rib cage back as if you're leaning into your arm turn your shoulders, turn your head take one more breath and press your hand and your hip together good really stretch open your palm as you reach your right hand to the sky open up the fingers Release your right hand down to the ground. You can ditch your blocks. We're gonna take side lunge, skandhasana to the left. So turn your toes out and lunge into your left knee. And we'll flow from side to side. Inhales you ride through the center and exhales to the other side. Now as you flow, this is your template and you move creatively within it. So you can massage the spine, similar to cat cow. You can take your hands off the ground You can get creative by reaching your hands outwards or into binds, And see if you can do something that you haven't done before from this shape. So a lot of our yoga practices get just as patterned and routinized, is that a word, routinized? think you know what I mean as our daily lives do and whenever we do that we're really restricting ourselves we lose the opportunity to grow and to learn and to find new perspectives so a lot of this class is about you getting out of that linear and patterned way of being on the mat and getting into a more circular and rounder type of practice. Let's start to lunge to the right so that you can turn and face the front of the room. Palms flat, inhale to a plank pose. Look forwards and lower all the way down to the ground. For super cobras, bring your hands forward and wide of the corners of the mat. Just push into the fingertips so your palms are toned again. Inhale, rise up to cobra pose. As you exhale, bring your left ear down to the ground. Inhale, up to cobra. Go to the height that works well for you. Exhale, right ear to the ground. Beautiful. Let's do it once more each side. Inhale, rise. Lengthen your legs backwards. Exhale, left ear. Inhale, center. Exhale, right ear down. Last time, up through the middle. Inhale. And just release down through the middle. Exhale. Slide your hands in to frame your ribs, tuck your toes, your way to downward facing dog. Down dogs, big breath in, and big breath out. (sighs) Left leg lifts, inhale. Knee to nose as you exhale. Inhale, left leg back. Across your body towards your right armpit, exhale. Inhale, back to three leg dog. Exhale, step through, make sure ankle is below knee and bring the blocks underneath your hands. Lunge, pulse, inhale, chin to chest, imagine you're pulling your feet together on your mat. Exhale, deep lunge, press your hips down, draw your chest forward through your arms. Inhale, chin to chest, cat spine, tuck your tail. Exhale, cow spine as you lunge, pull your heart forwards, flare your sitting bones. Two more times, inhale, gather in towards the center, and exhale, expand your body. Once again, inhale, and exhale. Reach your left hand up to the sky, take a twist, turn your palm back, and for your half-bind, see if you can get the back of your hand to the outer right hip area. Then move your hips back into your hands. From there, turn your belly, and move the twist up your spine one vertebra at a time. You can feel your organs and your skin starting to shift into the twist as well. Bring your gaze up to the sky. Actively press your hip and your hand together, so there's a conversation that helps you deepen your twist. Send your left hand up to the sky, and remove the blocks. This time, wide leg forward fold prasarita. Turn to the right, halfway lift. Forward fold as you exhale. Take a moment to bend your knees. Ground the four corners of your feet. Keep your feet grounding. Notice how that makes your legs strong, even your booty tones. Out of the strength of your lower body, there's a freedom and a release of your upper body. And then from this grounding place, you could move the knees a little bit straighter or you could keep them where they are. Take a halfway lift as you inhale turn over your left shoulder so that you're in lunge facing the top of your mat again palms flat inhale plank pose stay in plank we're going to visit up dog without the chaturanga you keep your toes curled under and strengthen your legs to support your back so dip your hips your thighs come into a hover your heart lifts into upward facing dog squeeze your outer ankles in and imagine widening your kneecaps outer ankles in kneecaps widening, squeeze the upper back, take one more breath, so beautiful, tone your belly, lift your sit bones up and back, downward facing dog, down dog, step your feet a couple inches forwards of where they are now, so it feels like a short down dog, lift your heels high, and roll your heels to the right, so that you're on the outer edge of your right foot, and the inner edge of your left foot, In this Twisted Down Dog, push the mat forwards with your hands so that your hips are still super lifted. Pull your left hip back and away from your left hand. Big breath into the left side body. And then roll your heels up and through the center, drop them in the other direction, to the left. Outer edge of your left foot, inner edge of your right foot, touching the mat. Push your chest back so that your armpits are really, really open. You can have a little bend in your knees if that gives you more mobility. Pull the right hip up and back away from your right armpit. Beautiful. Back to center. And then take a child's pose. You can rock your forehead on the mat. Soften through your face. Setting up for a dolphin pose. You can come forwards into tabletop and then interlace your fingers, set your forearms on the ground. Put your elbows right below your shoulders. Tuck your toes and lift your hips. Like our first down dog, step your feet as wide as the mat's edge. Now walk your feet forward a couple of inches. Beautiful. Ground your elbows, press your chest backwards. Don't let your hamstrings get in the way. You can bend your knees a little bit and lift the sit bones higher and then you look like you can walk your feet forward more so take another couple inches forwards, re-ground your elbows, re-press your chest back these look beautiful while you ground your elbows you try to do the impossible which is relax your head and your neck in dolphin pose, forearm stand your head does not touch the ground but the crown of the head does release and pour downwards keep pushing your elbows into the mat until you feel your abdomen tone. We're here for a couple more breaths. If you want to challenge yourself, walk your feet forwards another inch or so. re-press your chest backwards. So eventually, your hips get right above your shoulders in dolphin, which will help you get closer to forearm balance where you raise your feet up. Release as embryo. Walk your knees and your feet together and bring your arms by your sides. Let your head be heavy and your tailbone be heavy, a gentle rounding in your back body. And feel the sensation flowing between your chest and your fingertips. into downward facing dog. Down dogs, root down through the inner seams of your hands so that it feels like your forearms are magnetized. On your inhale reach your right leg up behind you. To your left armpit, exhale. Inhale, right leg back. Step through and place your foot in the center between your thumbs so your foot is on the midline of the mat. Take a block, put it inside of your right ankle. And for warrior two, turn your back heel down. Left toes point to the wall at the left. Inhale, open up, Virabhadrasana B. Arrive in warrior two and feel that you've got equal energy flowing out through both arms into your fingers. Equal energy flowing down through your legs so that you're standing on both of your feet look at your right hand, and we'll create another moving meditation with our eyes on your inhale slowly straighten your right knee and bring your palms to touch over your head following the journey of your right hand then shift your gaze to your left hand and go back to warrior two reaching your arms out to the sides keep watching your left hand inhale sweep the arms up straighten your right knee bring the palms to touch Shift your gaze to your right hand, Warrior Two again. Keep watching your right hand, reverse Warrior, inhale. Keep watching your right hand, extended side angle, bring your right hand onto the block. Look at your right hand and you're taking the wrist rotation that we did in the beginning. Turn your fingers towards your calf, a clockwise rotation until the fingers point all the way back and then push your palm into the block, you'll feel a big stretch in your wrist. From here, lift your left hand to the sky and look up at your left hand. Turn your palm forwards towards the top of your mat, push your left foot down, and slice your left arm over your head as if you wanted to touch the top of the wall at the front of the room. Beautiful, everybody. Stretch your chest by pushing your right hand firmly into the block. Let your shoulders slide away from your ears. Take one more breath here. Roll the left side of your ribcage back a little bit, heart towards the light above you. So move your block just a little bit out of the way of your foot, and you'll come up to warrior two. Straighten your right knee. Turn your toes forwards to the long side of your mat. Then turn your heels in, pointing the toes out. Bring your palms to touch overhead. Bend your knees, slide into temple pose, pull your hands down your midline, and then slide your hands down your thighs, and we'll keep going. We'll slide the hands all the way down the shins until your hands are right above your ankles. Bring your spine parallel to the ground, reach the crown of your head forwards and your tailbone backwards. Gaze straight down towards the tip of your nose. Knees are bent. Put your elbows inside of your knees and start to widen your knees using your elbows. Press outwards into your inner knees. Feel the opening across the inner thighs and inner groin. While you stay here, cultivate the healthy S-curves of your spine. So you're going to flare your sitting bones and create a dip in your lumbar spine. A dip in your lumbar spine while your sit bones flare. Then the other side of the S is your rib cage. So your rib cage has a little bit of a natural curve up towards the ceiling. And then the second S curve begins in your neck. Feel the dip in your neck. As the crown of your head reaches forwards, the natural shape of your skull creates the lift, the upper part of the S curve in your neck to your head. Sneak into your forward fold. You can widen your heels drop your head and lift your hips take a halfway lift as you inhale spin over your right shoulder so you're in a lunge facing the top of your mat again you're going to want to take your blocks with you so bring the blocks underneath your hands and walk your block hands out in front of your mat's edge shift the weight into your right foot for a grounded warrior three float your left leg up to the sky Coming back to the infinity movement, you're going to bend your knees and circle your left knee around, sort of like a Jiva squat, but more interesting and more swirly, and then re-expand your legs. Jiva squat with the infinity swirl in your left knee, re-expand. One more time, bend your knees, circle your knee around. And then after you expand your legs, cross your left ankle behind your right so that the pinky sides of your feet touch. Drop your head, and make sure you're standing completely on the soles of the feet. You can rock the weight forwards into the balls of the feet, and then back into your heels. And then find the middle ground where you're feeling all of the surface of the sole of your foot grounding into the mat. You can walk your blocks with you. Walk your hands over to the right, Yep, and push your left foot down and crawl your left fingers out as if you were trying to pick something up off the ground that was just out of your reach exactly huge breath into the entire outer seam of your left side body nice breath everyone, swing over center feel your feet, put a little bend in your knees, that's it bring your hands to heart center and slowly come up to standing. Good, bring your big toes to touch. From here, lift your right heel up, turn your right leg out so your right kneecap is pointing to the side of the room. Look down, grab your foot or ankle for tree pose, rikshasana. You can place your foot against your upper inner thigh, or if you have the lotus foot in your practice, you can place your foot on the front of your left thigh. And if you have any resistance or scar tissue in your knee joint, just take your foot down to your calf and start to press your foot into your leg. And the same amount that your foot is pressing into your leg, push your leg back into your foot. Create a seal. Then take your arms out to the sides. Turn your thumbs down, your palms back. Bring your hands behind your back and interlace your fingers. Try to get the pinky finger webbing all the way interlaced. And then bring the back of your hands either to your kidneys, which is the back of your waistline, or higher up into the back of the lungs or the back of the heart. So your palms are stretching open and the back of your hands are touching your back body. Send your breath into the space where your hands are touching you. So the breath moves backwards. And you can feel an exchange, a connection between your hands and your back. Staying in tree pose, start to pull your hands down towards your bum. Flip your palms up to the sky and sweep your hands up until your palms touch over your head. Pull your hands in front of your heart. From here, use your hands and pull your right knee into your chest. A standing wind-removing pose. Get a nice squeeze, pull your knee in. Good. Now bring your hands underneath your hamstrings. Interlace the fingers. Kick your right heel forwards. Good, no leaning back. Start to tone your abdominals, see if they can help you. Bring your left arm behind your back. Push your ribs into your arm. Bring your right hand behind your back. Push out through your right heel for three, two, one. Release. Get a little softness, a little wiggle. Now step your feet wider than the mat toes point out. Sweep your hands overhead and grab opposite elbows. Soften your knees and you're going to make a rotation go down and to your right. So you're all the way sweeping through a forward fold up and to the left. And finally you're at the top of the circle. Repeat two more times in this direction. Keep your knees soft, your joints fluid. Some people call this the sunflower. Your body is like the head of a sunflower that's chasing the sun's journey over the sky. Switch which forearms in front, get a little tug on your elbows, soften your knees down into the left, the other direction. And you can let it move nice and smoothly. Two more circles in this direction. Good. Come back up to standing. Release your arms by your sides. Drop your gaze, or if you're steady enough to close your eyes, close your eyes. Just allow yourself to feel. If there's a place of tension in your body, imagine that there's a soft wind blowing through that place. Blink your eyes open, adjust to the lights, and step your feet to hip-width distance. An easy flow, inhale, breathe the arms wide and up. Forward fold as you exhale. Deep squat, you've done this before, drop your hips, drop your head, release through the back of your neck. Re-raise your hips up to the sky. Step back to plank pose vinyasa of your choice so you can take any back bend you've already taken or you could introduce something like a sphinx or a cat-cow in a few breaths come back to down dog down dogs inhale reach your left leg behind you three-leg dog to your right armpit exhale Inhale, left leg back. Step through. Place your foot in the center between your thumbs. Put a block inside of your left ankle. From here, turn your right heel down. Lift your head and chest. Warrior your tooth. Take a moment to arrive. And even though your shape is asymmetrical, you feel centered. Very aware of your midline. Look over your left hand moving meditation inhale bring the palms to touch overhead look upwards change your gaze to your right hand and reapproach warrior two bend your left knee as you follow your right hand inhale hands sweep up straighten your left knee turn your gaze to your left hand and exhale warrior two reverse warrior keep following your left hand Extended side angle, keep following your left hand, it finds the block inside of your ankle. This time a counterclockwise turn, your fingers go towards your calf and then straight back, push your palm into the block, feel the wrist stretch, the eye of your elbows open to the front of your mat. Reach your right hand to the sky and look up, turn your right palm forwards to the top of your mat and then slice your right arm through the air as you push your right foot down, creating an extraordinarily long line on the right side of your body try to hug your outer ankles in you'll feel the outer left ankle push forwards and then anchor your left knee back like your left thigh could push to the wall that's behind you and roll the right side of your chest back one more breath gaze up at your inner right elbow beautiful get your block out of your foot's way And come up to warrior two straighten your left knee and turn your toes forward so that your toes are pointing to the long side of your mat then turn your heels in bring your palms to touch overhead temple pose bend your knees pull your hands down through heart center a big sweep of your arms out bring the palms to touch overhead again this time eagle arms right arm underneath your left Bring the palms to touch if you can. Other variations, you can wrap your hands around your shoulders instead. Now start to lift your elbows up, sit lower, and bring your forehead down into the pillowiness of your bicep muscles. Literally rest your head on your arms, soften through your face, and start to breathe into the back of your neck, into the space between your shoulder blades. Elbows lifting, head dropping. We'll release, unravel the arms, straighten your knees, inhale, palms touch overhead. Exhale, left arm under, eagle arms on the other side. Bend your knees as you raise your elbows. There's a scooping feeling of the elbows drawing forwards and up. Begin to drop your head down onto your arms. Good, send your breath into the back body, release in your neck, release in your face. While your elbows lift, soften your shoulders down the back side of your body. One more breath. To release, unravel your arms, straighten your legs, bring your palms to touch overhead. Good. Now look down, find your left foot, and bring your hands down as you come to a lunge facing the top of your mat. Find your blocks. Walk your blocks forwards out past the edge of the mat. Shift the weight into your left foot. Float your right leg to the sky. Drawing a figure eight with your right knee. Bend your knees like a Jiva squat. Swirl your right knee around and re-expand your legs. Two more of those. Figure eight pattern in the knee. One more time. Re-expand. Cross your right ankle behind the left so the pinky sides of your feet touch. Totally release your head, bow forwards. Walk your hands, and if you need to take the blocks with you, please do, over to the left. And to elongate your right side, your right foot goes down and your right hand reaches out. Swing your chest over the center. Feel your feet, bring your palms together. And come towards standing. Beautiful. Unwrap your legs, big toes touch. Lift your left heel and externally rotate your left knee preparing for tree pose. So you turn your leg all the way out from the top of the femur and then place your foot so you can go to your inner calf, your inner thigh or lotus foot. Start to ground your foot and your leg into one another. As they press into each other, you should feel like you're getting taller. You're standing leg getting stronger. Stretch your arms out to the sides. Turn your thumbs down. Roll your shoulders forwards. Reverse prayer hands. Bring the tips of your fingers to touch so the steeple of your hands is pointing up your back. And then you can work the palms together and the hands higher, doing a little bit of a butterfly wing action in your shoulders and in your upper chest. Bring your awareness to the knife edge of your hands, where it's touching your back body, it doesn't matter where it is, and send your breath into that connection point. So allow your intelligence to wake up all across your body Staying in tree legs, pull your hands down towards your booty. Then start to sweep the arms out. Turn the palms to the sky, full circle. Palms touch overhead, hands to heart center. Your hands will help your tree leg off of your standing leg. Pull your left leg into your chest. Standing wind removing pose. Reground your standing foot. Yeah, beautiful. Interlace your hands underneath your left hamstring. Kick your left heel forwards. So you're not just using your leg muscles, you're using your core muscles to hold your leg up. Start to bring your right arm behind your back, push your ribs back into your arm, feel your core engage. Then bring your left hand around as well, staying for three, two, one, release. A little softness, a little wiggle. Take your feet about as wide as the mat toes pointing out, bring your palms together and you're going to shimmy your hips side to side to come down to a malasana squats. Good. From your squat, bring your hands behind you and rock down onto your seat. Send your right leg out and put your left foot on your inner right thigh. Janisya Shasana Prep, but we're going to do a very specific grip with our hands. Flex your right toes, bend your right knee and turn your belly button towards your right kneecap so you're sitting up real tall. Good. Now take your hands and cross your wrists. Reach your hands out and wrap your fingers around the sole of your foot. Some of you who are a little more open in the shape or you just have really long arms, you can interlace your fingers around the sole of the foot. From here, pull on your foot, draw your chest forwards. Exactly. Bend your elbows. That should create a window. Drop your forehead down to your knee. Perfect. So right here, there should be lots happening, a lot of points of connectivity. If you want more sensation in the back of your leg, push your right heel forwards. You do not need to get your leg straight. That's not the point. What's interesting about this shape, among some of the other anatomical openings, are all of the points of contact with yourself. So whenever you're making contact, whether it's your hands to your hands or your hands to your heart or anywhere, your armpits to your knees, you're improving the chi flow inside of your body. This is the life force. And your energy is like electricity. It can actually be measured as electricity. And we want that energy to be easily flowing all over the body to every cell. Before you release, figure out which of your wrists is on top and then we'll release the posture. Change your legs. You can start with your fingertips on the ground, left knee bent, left toes flexed. Turn your belly button to point towards the left kneecap. Then you're ready to cross your wrist, do the awkward wrist on top, so the one you didn't do. And then wrap your hands around the sole of your foot. You could also interlace your fingers on the back side of the sole of your foot, okay? From here, pull on your foot, get your chest to draw forwards, your shoulders to drop from your ears. Then bend your elbows, creating a window of opening. Drop your forehead to your knee. And if you want a little bit more opening and a little more tension, and it's the type of tension that creates more opening in the body, you can push your heel forwards. One more full breath. Draw your chest up. Beautiful. Take your strap and you can just lay it in front of you, fold it in half. You may or may not use it for this next shape. Set your legs up for Shirshasana Shersa- like we did on the first side. So your right leg is out and the sole of your left foot is against your inner thigh. Then bend your right knee, bring the sole of your foot to the ground, and you basically look like you're lounging, like just having a conversation with somebody sitting on the ground. Okay? From here, you're going to slip your right shoulder inside of your knee. Use your right hand to pick up your right leg just behind the ankle. Take your left hand to the outer edge of your right foot and then put your right leg over your shoulder like a backpack strap. Your right hip's allowed to lift off the ground. See if you can hoist your right leg over your shoulder a little more, okay? So you might just hold on to your foot, not use the strap, and send the right fingers to the ground. Kick out through your right leg and come into sundial pose. But a lot of us need longer arms in this pose. So we take the strap loop and put the strap around your foot, the right foot. Hold the strap with your left hand and try to hold close to your foot. If you need to slide a couple inches, that's okay. Get a little more space. Right fingertips tent to the ground. Anchor your right leg back with your right arm. And you'll feel as you kick your leg and pull your left elbow back that you've created a window of opening and you pull your gaze Up and through that window, look up towards the sky. Yeah. And then release. So this is a doozy of a pose. You can change sides. Anatomically, it's very complicated. You have to be open in the back of your legs, your hamstrings, your inner thighs, your side bodies and your shoulders that's a lot so if you're restricted in any one of those areas this pose is kind of just like oh no um but what i think is cool about it is it's a posture that has a lot of contact a lot of points where your body is touching your body so that's really more interesting to me than getting to the fullest expression of the shape so let's try the other side the left leg is straight in Sirsasana. the sole of your right foot to your inner thigh and then to prep we'll just bend our left knee so the sole of the foot can come down and we're kind of lounging just hanging out for a second left shoulder inside of your left knee and you're going to pick up the back of your ankle with your left hand your right hand can grab a hold of your foot and get a hoist draw your left knee over your shoulder like a backpack try again just get it a little bit higher on your shoulder and then if you're going without a strap you keep holding on to your foot with your right hand Tense the left fingers to the ground and anchor your left arm back into your left leg. For sundial, you begin to kick through your left heel. The knee doesn't need to get straight, but you do need to pull your right elbow back so you can look up towards the sky. And the strap makes a huge difference. You can loop up your foot, hold the strap in your right hand. Just get a couple more inches of space so you've got a bigger window. Pull your right arm back, peek up towards the sky. Staying for a couple of breaths. Anchor your arm back into your leg. And release. Holy moly, how are you feeling? I, my blocks are somewhere in the room. Put one block between the soles of your feet, so it'll just be on, thank you, the setting. So a butterfly shape. This is a yin-style butterfly. Soles of your feet against the edges of the block. Knees open. A big diamond in your legs. So move your feet away from your hips. And then for a yin forward fold, we don't need to push or pull. We just drop our head. And you can wrap your hands lightly around your feet, your arms resting on your shins. Drop your head. Maybe your head rests on the block. Maybe it doesn't. You can also stack up another block so that you've got a support for your forehead just let your system slow down here feel your hips heavy and your head heavy your breath Getting a little bit slower. Last breath here. And slowly uncurl. Good. Take the block out. And you'll lay down on your back. Bend your knees and put your feet on the mat. Wrap your left leg on top of your right, closing the space between your legs. Give your hips a little scooch over to the left. And then drop your knees all the way to the right. In fact, roll onto your right side. Make sure it's your left leg that's wrapped on top. There you go. (laughs) Good. From here, you're on your side, legs wrapped. Then roll your left arm open and reach your left hand over to the left. (laughs) Turn your head to the right, to the right, head to the right. There you go. So this is a different approach to a spine twist. We have a target. It's the left side of your lungs. So with your hips, your knees grounded, your left arm open. There is opening from the left side of your neck and jaw all the way down towards your collarbone and your shoulder. And if your left shoulder is quite lifted, which would be normal in the approach that we took, you can put blocks underneath your left arm. (laughs) It moves your twist more into your upper spine. So let's roll back to center. Unwrap your legs, put your right leg on top. Scoot your hips to the right. Roll all the way to the left into the fetal position. Great, feel your feet and your knees and your hips heavy and then peel your right arm open you can slide your left shoulder out a little bit on, out from underneath you yep but your knees stay down last Beautiful, everyone. Start to unwrap and bring your body back to center. If you wanna hug your knees to your chest, take a happy baby, please do. And we'll set up for our final Shavasana. You're welcome to put the blocks under your knees or take constructive breaths or just lay flat on the ground. your body resting, deepen your breathing, keep your hands resting on the ground, and bring the tip of your thumb and index finger to touch, making a circle, points of connection, And if you can feel an exchange of energy or electricity between your fingers, perhaps you can also feel that there's a movement of energy and electricity between your chest and your hands. That rather than the sensation being in one spot that you could point to, that it's a quality of moving sensation, it's circulation. And if you feel this connectivity, let it inspire you to make contact with yourself more often, whether that's on your yoga mat or that's on a daily basis. You might just bring your hand to your heart while you're on a walk or notice how your hands are resting when you're commuting. And release your fingers. And with your next inhale, stretch your arms overhead. Bend your knees and turn off to one side. You're welcome to stay on your side. If you'd like to come to a seat to close the practice, ease your way there. In a seat, you can gather the hands in front of your heart or rest your hands on your legs, whichever one feels better. Empty out your lungs. Take a big breath in. Open mouth exhale. May this practice remind you to connect with yourself We'll close the practice by bowing to each other. Namaste. Mm